everyone, and welcome back to Simply Ayurveda, your trusted source where we learn how to apply the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda into our modern everyday lives. I am your host and Ayurvedic counselor, Julia, and I am so grateful that you are here right now because today we have a very powerful episode. Today we are going to explore how your spice cabinet can actually become your new medicine cabinet. We are going to dive deep into how something as simple as cooking with certain spices can make a major and significant impact on your overall health. In Ayurveda, spices are not just flavor enhancers. They are potent healing agents that have been used for centuries and centuries to promote health and treat various ailments. I've said it many times throughout these episodes, but everything in Ayurvedic medicine really boils down to our digestive system. If digestion is weak, then every other operating system in the body eventually becomes weak. Immunity decreases, gut health decreases, mental health decreases, the endocrine system, which is in charge of all of our hormones, becomes imbalanced. Weak digestion means that we are more prone to diseases and illnesses. But if our digestion is strong, balanced, and working optimally, then all other operating systems stay strong and we increase our resistance to falling sick. Since digestive health is so central to Ayurveda, spices are seen as natural medicines because they can ignite the digestive fire, they balance the doshas, and they promote optimal well-being. But why are spices so powerful? In Ayurveda, Food and spices are classified based on three things. First is their taste, known as their rasa. Second is whether they are heating or cooling when consumed, known as their virya. And the third is their post-digestive effect, known as vipaka. Now, there is so much I could say about how we identify what is considered cooling and what is heating. I will give you a hint, it all goes back to our five great elements, but if I really dove into that, then this episode would turn into an all-day lecture, so since this is simply Ayurveda, we're going to keep things sweet and simple. Essentially, Ayurveda identifies six main tastes, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, pungent, and astringent. Ayurveda also identifies the five main elements that make up our universe, which we are very familiar with by now, and those are space, air, fire, water, and earth. And so if everything in our universe and in our nature is composed of these five great elements, including us humans, then that means our food and our spices are no exception. Even the six tastes are composed of the five elements. And so every single food and every single spice falls into an element category and a taste category. To give an example, if you've ever eaten ginger, you know that it has a spicy kick to it. So we would say that ginger is primarily made up of the fire element and therefore has a pungent taste. Ginger's element is fire and its taste is pungent. And so each of these elements and each of these tastes have their own influence on the three doshas. They either pacify that energy and bring it balance, or they aggravate that energy and throw it out of balance. And I promise that this will make much more sense as we dive into each spice. 
So today we are going to talk about six major spices and how you can unlock the healing power of each one. And I guarantee you either have some of these in your cabinet already, or you're at least familiar with them. So let's dive in. Let's start with the example that I just gave and talk more about ginger. Dry ground ginger is a warming spice and contributes to the pungent taste. It helps to balance vata and kapha, and it increases pitta. Vata and kapha are both naturally cold energies, while pitta, as we know, is a fiery hot energy. So if we remember our principle, like increases like and opposite attracts balance, the heating nature of ginger brings balance to the coldness of vata and kapha, and it should be used carefully and sparingly for pitta constitutions or pitta imbalances because the heat from the ginger will naturally increase the heat of pitta. Because of its warming properties, however, this makes ginger a very useful spice for aiding digestion, enhancing appetite, pacifying certain stomach disorders, maintaining joint health, and it supports respiratory health. Because of ginger's warming nature, it helps to kindle our agni, which is the Sanskrit word for our digestive fire. For vata types who typically suffer from irregular appetite or irregular digestion, ginger is great for promoting more regularity. For kapha types, ginger is great as a digestive stimulant. Kapha types typically deal with slow or sluggish digestion as well as congestion. And so the heat from the ginger helps to really keep things moving. Ginger is also known for its anti-nausea properties, making it a go-to remedy for morning sickness and motion sickness. So that is ginger, heating for our vatas and kaphas, and used with caution if you have a lot of active pitta. Next, let's move on to our second popular spice, another one that most of us are already familiar with, and that is our bright and vibrant turmeric. Turmeric balances all the doshas. We call this an Ayurveda being tridoshic. And turmeric is the golden jewel of Ayurveda because it is loaded with healing properties. Just like its bright and vibrant color suggests, turmeric has the influence of the fire element. Because of this heat that it possesses, turmeric also ignites the agni, our digestive fire, and it promotes healthy, efficient digestion. But what is unique about turmeric is that even though Ayurveda identifies it as a heating spice, it is still safe for pittas to consume in small quantities. And that's because turmeric contains the flavonoid curcumin. And curcumin is known to have anti-inflammatory properties. And so whenever you have high pitta or a pitta imbalance, typically inflammation occurs within the body. And so since turmeric is super anti-inflammatory, that's what makes it balancing for pittas. So we know that this all-around wonder spice is set to help support a healthy inflammatory response. And this is the natural response system in our body that is designed to help us heal and repair. For this reason, it is also great for joint health. Any inflammation happening around the joints, it is amazing for Turmeric also has antimicrobial and antibacterial properties, making it a major immunity booster. Turmeric helps to detoxify the liver, which is attributed to excess pitta. Turmeric helps balance cholesterol levels by removing excess kapha from the body. It also helps to fight allergies, stimulate digestion, and enhance our complexion. 
Turmeric is a wonderful antioxidant. It is great in cooking and it's also great in skincare. You can mix turmeric, honey with milk or yogurt, mix it together, apply it as a face mask, leave it on until it gets a little dry. You can gently remove it with a warm towel and your skin will be left with such a beautiful, healthy glow. I personally love incorporating turmeric into my veggie and rice dishes. I just saute my veggies with it. And my favorite way to take turmeric is in my evening golden milk. Golden milk is made with ghee, turmeric, cinnamon, and a pinch of black pepper, and it supports joint health. It's amazing after a workout or a yoga class. It's soothing, it's anti-inflammatory, and it helps you sleep like a baby. I love it. And all you really need is a small amount of turmeric in your day-to-day to reap its benefits, but definitely be careful around your clothes because it can definitely stain. Moving on to our next spice, we have cooling coriander. Coriander falls under our sweet and astringent tastes, meaning it is very balancing for our pitta dosha. And there are not many spices that help at reducing pitta, but coriander probably comes in as number one. Coriander seeds are commonly used in Indian and Mexican cooking. They can be used either as a whole seed or as a ground spice. And coriander is considered to be tridoshic, meaning it balances all three of the doshas, but it is particularly a lifesaver for fiery pittas because it's anti-inflammatory and anti-acidic. Just like our other spices, it is good for digestion, it stimulates the appetite, and coriander also helps to combat allergies and purify the blood. As a pitta myself, coriander is always the number one spice I need to have constantly restocked in my spice drawer. It is also the first spice that I recommend to my pitta clients. One of my favorite remedies when there is excess heat in the body, this looks like acid reflux, heartburn, hot flashes, sweats, breakouts, all of those are due to excess pitta in the body. And so my first remedy that I always suggest is to make coriander water. All you have to do is get yourself some whole coriander seeds that you can find at the grocery store. Soak one tablespoon of whole seeds in eight cups of water. Soak this overnight and in the morning you can strain the seeds out and drink the water throughout the day. This coriander water will greatly help keep any excess pitta out of the mind-body system. Next up in our spice cabinet, we have fennel. Fennel, with its licorice-like sweetness, is another cooling spice. Fennel is primarily sweet with an undertone of the bitter taste. Sweet and bitter are two tastes that greatly pacify our pitta dosha. Fennel is great for calming pitta's heat and acidity, while also reducing bloating and gas caused by excess vata. According to Ayurveda, fennel is so good for digestion, it acts as a general toner for our digestive system, and is particularly good for adding warmth to our agni, our digestive fire. Fennel seeds are said to improve strength and immunity, they are useful in bleeding disorders due to excess heat, it is good for the heart and is considered a cardiac tonic, and it's useful in relieving pain during a woman's cycle. Fennel seeds are said to refresh the mind and promote mental alertness and is also considered to be rejuvenating for the eyes. 
In the respiratory system, fennel is even good at reducing aggravated kapha that result in congestion in the lungs. And even in India, it is very common to eat a few toasted fennel seeds after a meal to aid digestion and to freshen the breath. So, so far we have ginger, turmeric, coriander, and fennel. And next up is cumin. Cumin is an extremely popular spice in India, as well as in Mexican and Middle Eastern cuisines. According to Ayurveda, this spice is balancing for all three of the doshas for its ability to aid digestion and flush toxins out of the system. Cumin is primarily used as a spice to facilitate digestion and nutrient absorption. Research actually shows that compounds found in cumin can actually enhance the activity of all three pancreatic enzymes. And these enzymes are required for breaking down complex carbs, proteins, and fats. In addition to its strong digestion and gut health effects, cumin is a great source of minerals and antioxidants. It is also very rich in iron. Just one teaspoon of cumin provides 20% of your daily requirements. Cumin also increases the hemoglobin levels in your blood and may help prevent iron deficiency anemia. As someone who grew up with anemia all her life, and I always hated taking iron pills, finding this natural solution has helped my energy tremendously. I love adding cumin seeds into my rice. I am constantly making rice bowls, and so not only do I saute my veggies with some cumin, but I also cook my rice with it. So the way I do that is I add some oil to the pot, I throw my cumin seeds in, I let the spice bloom in the oil over the heat just for a little bit until it becomes fragrant, and then I add my rice, toast my rice up in the oil and the cumin, and then I add my water. Let the water come to a boil, bring it to a simmer, and then you have a delicious pot of rice with cumin seeds. Aside from incorporating cumin into your cooking, Another popular method is through tea. CCF tea, which stands for cumin, coriander, and fennel tea, is one of the holy grail teas in Ayurveda. And you can make this by taking equal parts cumin seeds, coriander seeds, and fennel seeds, and just steep them in some hot water until you get a tea. It's wonderful for kindling digestion and after a meal for post-digestion. Lastly, our sixth and final spice for today is cardamom. Cardamom is a warming spice and it falls under the sweet and pungent taste category. This makes cardamom a wonderful spice for our vatas and kaphas. It has a sharp flavor and is used extensively in desserts, especially in India and in the Middle East. If you know, you know, cardamom reminds me of home so much. I love it. And according to Ayurveda, cardamom is considered tridoshic. So even though it's heating, it is still considered balancing for all the doshas. However, it should be used in just small amounts for pitta because it is naturally a warming spice. Cardamom is considered an excellent digestive, especially beneficial in reducing bloating and intestinal gas. In the Middle East, coffee is actually brewed with cardamom to offset the negative effects of the acidity that coffee gives. 
and it also gives coffee such a delicious flavor. There is nothing better than finishing a delicious Arabic meal and then walking into the kitchen to that coffee being brewed with cardamom. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it's so good. Cardamom is also excellent for balancing kapha, particularly in the stomach and in the lungs, such as congestion and mucus. Cardamom is also good at pacifying vata, which when out of balance can lead to anxiety. Cardamom is very rich in antioxidants, which has been shown to protect our cells from free radical damage. That is something that can cause inflammation and premature aging. Cardamom is also a rich source of fiber. The fiber content, along with its cleansing effects of the digestive tract, kidney, and bladder, may also help to reduce overall blood pressure. And so cardamom can be used in your morning oats, you can cook with it in your desserts, you can make sweet sauces with it, add it to puddings, anything that you're baking, and you can even sprinkle some of it on fresh fruits or stewed fruits to give it a delicious, delectable flavor. It is especially helpful on your raw fruits because anything cold and anything raw has a harder time digesting. It takes our digestive system more energy to break those raw, cold foods down. That's why Ayurveda always says to cook your foods because it's easier on digestion. But we love our fresh fruit, so next time you have a bowl of fresh fruit in front of you, sprinkle some cardamom on it because the sharp, warming qualities of this spice will help your body digest the fruit better. And honestly, the possibilities with all of these spices that we just went through are so, so versatile. I personally use all of these spices daily. I spice my vegetables with a blend of cumin, coriander, turmeric, and fennel. Cardamom, I usually add to my steel-cut oats in the morning, my fresh fruit, or my stewed fruit. I love mixing it whenever I bake because, like I said, the flavor reminds me of all of my favorite Middle Eastern dishes. You can add them into smoothies, you can add them into lassies, you can add them into buttermilk, all of which have such healing powers to our digestive system. I mean, I could go on and on and on and talk about so many more incredible herbs and spices. There is a never-ending list when it comes to what spices and herbs can be used as medicine in Ayurveda. The motto goes, if it's grown in nature, then it has the potential to serve us medicinally. So maybe I will do a part two to this spice series, but I highly, highly suggest starting with these spices and adding them into your cooking. Balancing these tastes in your diet is such a fundamental and foundational principle of Ayurvedic nutrition. In my three-month coaching program, we actually really hone in on diet and how to cook with different spices to create some really incredible dishes that are tailored to your dosha type and what imbalances are present. Different individuals have different dosha imbalances. And so adjusting the intake of these specific tastes can help restore balance and promote overall health and well-being. Diet is such an important part of our daily lives and our overall wellness, and it's such a powerful tool in influencing how we feel. So thank you all for tuning into this flavorful episode. I hope you've gained a deeper understanding of how these spices relate to the doshas and the elements and how they can support your holistic well-being. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. 
Your feedback means the world to me and to the success of this podcast. Just a quick disclaimer, this podcast is not intended to serve as medical advice. Please consult with your holistic health provider or Ayurvedic practitioner when treating health imbalances. Any questions or concerns are also always welcome, so don't hesitate to connect with me through my website or on social media, which are all linked in the show description. I hope these spices enrich your life and bring harmony to your health. And until next time, I will talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you.